Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? It's another great day on Imperfect Parenting. Here we are and about to kick into our midsummer episode and the kickoff of true summer. But before I get started, of course, I want to do my usual shout out to all of you who are listening. Thank you for being out there listening and uh, participating in conversations with us. We've got Bozeman, Montana, Adelaide, South Australia, El Cerrito, California, Mascot, New South Wales. Hey. Rancho Mirage, California. If I have not mentioned you before, I'm mentioning you now to say thank you. Thank you for being out there and all of you who've been continuing to listen to us. We always appreciate that you keep coming back for more. And uh, please interact if you have the desire. We're on Instagram and we have a Facebook group with the same black and white logo. And you're welcome to send a recording or say a little bit hey to info at imperfectparenting.net. So today we're talking about midsummer, midsummer traditions, what generally, you know, happens after this point. You know, by that point, a lot of people are out of school. Uh, some European schools are still in session. Poor Pierre. Um, and uh, we have a lot of um, thoughts about how the summer is going to look and what our intentions are. So my kickoff for this episode is to encourage all of you as you're looking forward into the summer to set your intentions for the summer. I, I encourage all of us to do that. I'm doing the same because summer is a time, well, Ella is small, so it's not a huge difference for me because she's not in preschool yet. But when kids are out of school, it means more activities and more intensive reality for the parenting slash family household. So what can you do to make your lives and your kids' lives a little bit easier, smoother, more fun for the summer without creating a massive amount of work? We have activity sticks in our house. I just take old chopsticks and I've put uh, with permanent markers and different activities that Ella can pull out and we can do. Uh, sometimes if I'm feeling lazy, there are certain things I might pull out of there, I'll be honest, um, because I don't want to go to the other side of the city or whatnot. On the hot days, you might have certain choices that you hope to make, or maybe you just have a big bucket with some water balloons sitting in the corner of your yard if you have one, or if you have a balcony, you can do that too. Uh, go out to the park with squirt guns or squirt fish, as we use because we don't like guns, <laughs> things like that. So what what are some fun things that you can do? Set up a, a little corner of activities so that you can get a break once in a while, and also what can you do to engage with your kids so that they also get that really cool time in with you. Um, there's all kinds of things we all like to do in the summer and create new memories for summer. And for us, being now a Swedish-American household with a Czech twist, <laughs> we uh, kick off with midsummer. And midsummer means certain foods and it means, you know, gathering. And that's important for us. So what is your midsummer or your summer kickoff intention? I encourage you to take a deep breath and exhale for whatever's ahead and create in your mind and your feelings and your body exactly the kind of summer you want to have with your family that includes time for yourself. 
here we go in the midsummer episode. You know, it's midsummer today, so we like to talk about our traditions. Absolutely. I, I, I can say for myself that uh, we actually didn't even know about this movie until we started to record, and then we realized this crazy movie from the States is coming out, but we'll get to that. Let's talk about the fun stuff, the real stuff, not the crazy Hollywood trying to scare everybody stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in California, Midsummer was, you know, about a a new period of time. Is, is it when there's more light, less light? How does that, the, how does that go? It's when the solstice kind of between whenever the lightest days are. The lightest days yeah. begin. And the Midsummer tends to be the Friday after that. As general. far as the Midsummer celebration in Sweden. Yeah. Right. So we didn't. We, we talk about Midsummer, of course, you've got, you know, Shakespeare's Midsummer Night Dream, you know, that kind of thing. That's what we think about Midsummer, the light days and whatnot. But solstice was a word you heard a lot more, summer solstice in, in Northern Cal. Um, there would be solstice celebrations and mostly kind of pagan style, I guess, not, not in a creepy way, but just more of a, you know, connection to the earth and the sun and... A place that we used to go, we were members of um, Ocean Song up in Occidental. It's kind of between Occidental and um, the ocean. And it was sort of ecologically centered and really amazing grounds and privately owned. But they had really beautiful celebrations, sort of like you would see here in Prague with, you know, life-size puppets, big, big puppets and people with stilts and colorful and and talking about the, you know, what solstice is about, and, you know, making intentions into the summer and whatnot. It would also often be a time when you, as a kid or a young person, would be thinking, great, now it's time off. You know, you knew by solstice you were, it was your free time. You had those two months to explore. And and my friends and I, when we were younger and, you know, up until I would say into my teens, it was all about more light and time to play in the forest and go out to the beach and, you know, freedom time to be creative with your mind and your games and whatnot. And then later it was, you know, going on the boats and, you know, <laughs> scurfing or whatever. It was a uh, different, different, but more party-minded. But you, don't, you don't really celebrate it as such. It's not like written in stone and everybody's doing it. Like no, it's no. I mean, it was places like Sebastopol and Occidental, you know, the kind of more hippy-dippy yeah. zones, I would say, overall. Um, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like in Sweden where it was such a par- core part of the culture. Yeah, and it, I think in Sweden it, it is probably the biggest celebration the whole, for the whole year. I mean, it is the celebration. It's like 4th of July. Yeah, and... I mean, I think at the beginning of our relationship, you took me to the one in Stockholm, which was a massive party. It was sort of kept going between really hot and cold <laughs> the whole day. A lot of music yeah, and that, drinking. That and one. So that, where's that, that again? So it's that a big one, one is at Skansen. It, that's kind yeah. of for left. That was a really left, cool place. It's a cool place, but it's more... It's for leftover people, I mean, between brackets, because, I mean, nobody... What does that mean, leftover people? Yeah, so everybody goes and, in general, leaves Stockholm. They, right, you, you to have their a, landed. You, to to, to your have country house, mm. and or you have a friend or someone who has something. And if you can't leave Stockholm, then you might be doomed to go to Skansen, and there was a lot of, like, like we were that. It was just like a giant uh, festival. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of um, we tourists, made our, tourists that yeah. celebrated there as well, so it, it, that's nice. It's uh, on the island, Jurgården, in the... Center. Is that of an island? Stockholm. Yeah. It, it, really? It, 
It is an island. I didn't yeah. realize that. Well, because we and took a tram. Skansen I think. is the kind of a place where they created Sweden hundred years ago with these small houses and how it looked. So it, there, it's super it's cute. It's now. like when you go up to these sort of fake, <laughs> fake Moravian villages, or yeah. you know, different. Every place has it, its sort it's of you know, interesting, yeah. kitschy. But I mean, otherwise, people were in general allowed in the, or are in general allowed in the countryside somewhere. And you raise the maypole. Yeah. You call it maypole? Yeah, we call May, it a maypole. My, it's my, like a maypole, but my, this is... My stone, yeah. Maypole, you, 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 you dress it and... Uh, well, let's talk a little bit more about that because actually we didn't always go out to the countryside, but now we realize a lot of people from the city actually come to our celebration close to yeah, our you, Yeah, you tend to leave the countryside if you can, then, then you, you should be at the countryside. It, it's not people. always warm, I'll tell you that. We've had days when it it's been be super warm, warm and times, one time yeah. we hardly went out there because the raising the pole, it was so, it was cold and rainy, you remember. But it's a time, you know, when we meet with your mom and if there's anyone else around, like your sister or somebody who wanted to come. But usually, generally, your mom and you and me and now Ella. And uh, and I love to see, like, the tradition. And I started to get into it as well, trying to figure out how we could have it, because we're, none of us, really great at making the wreath around our heads. So I was even trying to yeah, make... Yeah, you're making the... With the... I did it with elastic, and, and then yeah. you make to kind of just put the flowers in to make life a little easier. But I liked how everybody would have their baskets. They're walking along the road, cutting, you know, as they're walking or in their own garden. But it's mostly wild things, um, greens and flowers on the way to the celebration. And then, then the pole is horizontal on the ground because I had never seen this before going there. I'd never seen it on the ground. <laughs> it always came after it had been raised. So it was really cool because everybody's putting then in everything they've collected into the pole and then everyone gets together. It's something like the Amish, you know, is the only thing that's left over these days who are doing these things in the States where you really raise the pole or somebody who's connected with, uh, you know, doing these sort of earthly celebrations. These days, you know, there's just a pole and people, you know, put lights on it or they, like, you don't, yeah. they, you don't see these kinds of yeah. things too often. But I liked how the whole community comes around and there's the music and they have some raffle. Kids are walking around. It's very small town in a nice kind of way out in the countryside. Games for the kids. And, mm -hmm. uh, I, I start to appreciate it now. It took like 50 years. <laughs> I, I was traumatized by it as a kid because I remember where, where, traumatized. Yeah. Because we were, where we were at the, country house yeah there was um during the day there was a truck uh, that, that came and what, what oh you, yeah and, i remember and, you and telling this story pick the kids up hey hey yeah so you kind of ride you ride you, you walked up on the so on the back of a lorry kind of all kids were grouped there and and i often felt traumatized being with other kids like that that i didn't know I was just so, smushed I was into so a truck and, and then sent I was so off. shy and I didn't know anyone. So, so you were kind of felt like you were sent off. Yeah, could you and, imagine and, any parent doing that in the States? Yeah, okay, here, take my kids away. Some yeah, random yeah. guy it, it, it or woman like or whatever. It was like 10, 20 kids on the... Uh, but cool at the same on, time. On the back I mean, maybe of a, it would happen the in the back farm of a lorry. Uh, yeah, it would never, ever happen nowadays. I can tell you that. No, 
no parent would even leave their kid. Even Maybe, but I mean, I think in, but in even small from a, towns. It from would even happen. from security point of view, you would never do it now. Uh, I don't think. Oh, so. for insurance reasons. For insurance, with, yeah, with, there's with such a litigiousness kids. kind of reality. But so I, so, and then also the the games. I was not a big fan of games when I was a kid. Oh yeah, because I tried to get you to do it last year because it yeah. was like you know the three legged race and this and that. No, I'm not gonna do it. No, you know? I, I, I'm not a fan oh, of it was that. so then, sad. When, when my later, when teenage years, it was more fun because then you you, you can go out with friends and you drink and this is a a big drinking celebration in Sweden as well. I did notice that. Sure. Yeah, and it can get really. And there's not I mean, a lot it, of food, so then you get a really. It gets kind of wild when the when later normally at night. Uh, later at night when we our place is the calmest on earth, but still there are people coming from everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so. Well, I'm sure it gets a little. We yeah. don't, we're never there that late because of Ella, so she you know is yeah. usually melting down, and it's cold, so you kind of uh, sort of as but she gets it's, older. It's maybe. kind of friendly. I mean, you can talk to people you'd never talk to otherwise. Because you don't. In yeah. General, well, talk we met some American. Sweden, yeah. So. <laughs> we met some American that had been living in Sweden. This woman and, yeah. and her daughter, who was a little bit younger, I think, or older than Ella, I forget now. Um, yeah. And it's good food. I mean, you eat the herring. Uh, if you love herring, eat a lot of herring with aquavit. You eat. Well, you mean the the traditional where you have the strawberries and all the good stuff, yeah, right? Some, but we some didn't salmon. have that much. Uh, well, we created it for ourselves, but they don't have it at the celebration. It's more no, like at hot the celebration, dogs and it's, no, you're no, lucky no, and bullard. It's more it, it, your own at home. And then, well, it's traditional Swedish summer Yeah, food, you found those is, uh, funky secondhand plates last year, the year before. I guess you found them with the strawberries. It was very midsummer. We kind of put yeah, those aside nice, and yeah. bring them out just for that. And it's nice because... The tradition is to be outside, even though there's monster mosquitoes. <laughs> there is the tradition of sitting outside and, you know, passing the food through the window and at the cabin. And I really want to go this year. Yeah, well, we, we really wanted to go every year. This year we haven't traveled Ooh, at all for many, 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 many months. So uh, reality changed when we when we were in transition. So we'll, yeah, we'll see we'll what see. happens there. We don't know if, you know, when this comes out, this will be just a bit before midsummer. And we have no idea where we'll be. If we'll be celebrating on our own little balcony zone or in the park here, like we did one year where we got nailed with giant golf ball size Remember, it was like 33 was degrees, and it was hailing yeah. uh, big golf ball-sized uh, pieces of ice when we had our picnic for everybody. Ella was like, what, three months old. That was a crazy day. It was so hot, and then so, so crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so, but Midsummer, so it just, you know, I think now, I think about Sweden, because that's the connection for you and Ella and family and whatever, and... Uh, but I, I think it's also like it's a midway point, I think, for us right now, too. It's like a midway point between past, present, and future. Like there's, you know, shifts are happening. And that is kind of going to be the reality, right? Yeah, Sweden is in the center, if you look on the map. Oh, I was thinking in an energetic <laughs> way, but yes. Well, Actually, Czech is considered the heart of Europe. Yeah, but, you know. no, Sweden is not really in the center. It's no. more in my mental brain. Well, anyway, yeah. so that's uh, that's where we are right now. So that's just a little bit of a celebration. We just kind of uh, wanted to touch on it because, you know, we're a cross-cultural family and uh, we always like to come back to it. It's not that different than the May Day celebrations that we talked about. But again, we talk about how important celebration is. And um, in the little pre-bit, we'll talk more about what's happening right in the moment. And 
see what's going on. Anything else we want to say about midsummer? Let's see. It's end of June. Everyone's out of school. Yeah. What do you think about now? End of June. What does it make you think about? But in that is really the light period in Sweden. That, I mean, it it's because it's so. It's light. been so dark this year. Yeah, but it's rain I mean, and it, dark, uh, Stockholm you know. is not that light, but if you go further north, it never gets dark. Which uh, we are never even, there, but yeah, <laughs> even, even around Stockholm, I mean, the sun goes up at one or one thirty, it's light again. Yeah. So, so it, it it's really about light. And you stop school normally in the beginning of June in Sweden. You have the real Yeah, the same in the, in the States. I know it's different in, in France and Luxembourg and some other parts. But even here, it's usually done by the 18th or something. I don't think they yeah. go too late into the reality of summer. That's too harsh. <laughs> and, and it's also getting darker. Then. So, I mean, I always remember Dad said always on the kind of 23rd of December, he said, darker. now it's getting lighter. And then yeah, he said yeah. the same in the summer. So it was really now, it's getting dark now. You, you've, within a couple of weeks, you, you know. I don't it. feel that in Sweden because that's one of the things is that we don't usually, we have gone in Easter to Sweden, but it's often iced over. And even in, in June, it can be cold, of course, but that's often a start when people really come out. They clean up their houses like right before or around that time. It's kind of launching the summer in a way. Yeah. Even if it's cold, that people send to kind of really, that's the beginning of things. Yeah, everyone have a great midsummer. And that's what I wanted to Trevely say. Around what? Trevely midsummer. Thank you. Uh, around the world, we would really like you to um, send us a message, send us an email, write something on our Facebook page, Imperfect Parenting. It's that black and white logo you guys know so well. We'd really like to hear what Solstice is about for you in India, in another part of the United States. You know, in Massachusetts, in, yeah, in Brazil, I, like we have people all over that are listening I to the website. So, it, I mean, the that they have podcast. a page per country nearly, so everybody's doing something. Yeah, so I'd love to hear your stories. What are your family traditions? Yeah. And please share those with us. And even if you want to record something, maybe we'll add it to some other podcast moment or to the website and let people hear your story. Yeah. That could happen. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our imperfect podcast for show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more. Please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.